48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. With another record number of COVID cases expected, a doctor tells of unprecedented pressures on public hospital wards. The welfare chief says the virus is now in 30 care homes and appeals for help from private doctors on vaccination efforts. And a Hong Kong delegation heads for talks with mainland officials and experts on tackling the SAR's Omicron crisis. A senior public hospital doctor has warned that hospitals are facing an unprecedented situation as the COVID crisis forced adults and children to share the same wards and an influx of patients at emergency wards leaves ambulances unable to park. Speaking on a radio programme, Dr Jenny Lee, who's in charge of the Department of Medicine at Alice Hoi Mu Leng, another Seoul hospital, said med- medical wards were now overcrowded. It's because some children infected with COVID are so young. Their parents have to stay with them in the same ward. The mixing at the wards is unprecedented. Health officials reported 1,300 confirmed cases yesterday. There were 1,500 preliminary positive tests, indicating that a record number of infections is expected today. The Labour and Welfare Secretary, Lord Shi Kuang, has appealed to private doctors to help with vaccination in care homes, adding that COVID cases have been found in 30 homes across the SAR. Mr Law said thousands of elderly residents were waiting for inoculation, but there are logistical difficulties. He said most of those infected were now staff, but there was a risk of many deaths if vaccine take-up among residents doesn't increase quickly. Many elderly people living in care homes are over 80 years old. The vaccine take-up among them is very low. The situation is worrying because their risk is much higher if they contract COVID-19. If we cannot quickly vaccinate them and improve our isolation work, we may see a lot of death cases. Pokoi Hospital has confirmed that a four-year-old boy who died in its accident and emergency department in the early hours of yesterday had tested positive for COVID-19. The hospital said the boy was not breathing and did not have a pulse when he arrived at half past three in the morning. Medical staff tried to resuscitate him, but he was declared dead less than an hour later. A test for the coronavirus came back preliminary positive. The Chief Secretary, John Lee, is leading a delegation from the SAR for talks with mainland officials and health experts in Shenzhen later today. They'll discuss the wave of Omicron cases sweeping Hong Kong with representatives of the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office and Guangdong Province. The DAB says it hopes the mainland authorities can help the SAR increase its COVID testing capacity to a million tests a day. Party head Starry Lee says she wants to see universal testing. We are advocating a citywide test for long. Whether or not it uh, needs to have a two to three month lockdown is a question of judgment. I, of course, don't want to have that long period lockdown. But if that lockdown takes two to three days, I think why not? An injunction has come into force in the Canadian province of Ontario to end days of protests at a major crossing with the US. But large numbers of people are reported to still be at the Ambassador Bridge. Truck drivers calling for an end to all COVID restrictions have brought large parts of Ottawa to a standstill. Sean O'Shea is a reporter at Global News. This is the most important crossing in North America. Trade between Canada and the U.S., about a third of it goes along this bridge. It has been closed for days now. This has never happened before. This is so tremendously difficult for businesses, auto manufacturing uh, on both sides of the border, the parts uh, businesses, for the people that work there. Uh, it's just tremendously difficult. And so this is the area that they've blocked. 
A new study has found one in ten Australian healthcare workers has had thoughts of suicide or self-harm during the pandemic. The authors of the Australian Frontline Health Workers Survey canvassed the opinions of 8,000 workers, including support staff, cleaners, doctors and nurses. Fewer than half had sought professional help. Professor Marie Bismarck from the University of Melbourne led the research. She said there were also implications for patients. We know that people who are profoundly depressed are more likely to make mistakes or errors in their work. So our results matter a great deal for healthcare workers and the people who love them, but they also have really profound implications for the quality of patient care. And now to the weather. It will be mainly cloudy with sunny periods, a few mist patches, moderate east to northeasterly winds, the outlook, a few rain patches later tomorrow and temperatures falling at night. Sunny periods and cool mornings on Monday and Tuesday. The current temperature is now 21 degrees Celsius and humidity is at 74%. You're listening to RTHK. The time has just gone five minutes past one. The United States will deploy an additional 3,000 soldiers to Poland to bolster NATO defences as concerns mount over an imminent invasion of Ukraine by Russia. The extra forces will increase the number of American troops sent to Eastern Europe during this crisis to 6,000. The US National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, said the Kremlin was looking for a pretext to justify an invasion. We continue to, to see signs of Russian escalation, including new forces arriving at the Ukrainian border. As we've said before, we are in the window when an invasion could begin at any time, should Vladimir Putin decide to order it. I will not comment on the details of our intelligence information, but I do want to be clear. It could begin during the Olympics, uh, despite a lot of speculation uh, that it would only happen after the Olympics. As we've said before, uh, we are ready either way. Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson has received a legal questionnaire from the Metropolitan Police as part of their investigations into a number of parties held in his Downing Street residence and other government venues during coronavirus lockdowns. A spokesperson said Mr Johnson would respond as required. The questionnaire is being sent to more than 50 people. The BBC's Ioni Wells has more details. People receiving these questionnaires, including now the Prime Minister, will be expected to account for why they were there and also expected to answer all the questions fully and truthfully. The fact that the Prime Minister has received this questionnaire doesn't necessarily mean the police will find him to have broken rules. It doesn't necessarily mean that he will get a fine. But I think politically, this is an incredibly uncomfortable situation for the Prime Minister to be in to sport and at the Winter Olympics the day's first goal of the day gold of the day has gone to the United States the US team won the inaugural snowboard cross mixed team event at the Beijing Games with Lindsay Jacobellis beating Italian Michela Mioli in a nail biting final race bronze went to Canada there is still no resolution to the case of the teenage Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva who failed a drugs test in December the Court of Arbitration for Sport is considering whether she should be allowed to compete in Tuesday's individual competition. One of the biggest rivalries in ice hockey will resume later today when the US men's team take on Canada. And in football, Ralph Rangnick has challenged Cristiano Ronaldo to score more goals for Manchester United. The Portuguese forward has failed to score in his last five matches and interim manager Rangnick says he expects more from him and the squad ahead of today's early game against Southampton. Yeah, but it's not only about Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, that, that we should score more goals is obvious. Uh, I think we are creating enough chances and enough opportunities uh, 
um, in the last couple of games, but uh, we just didn't score enough goals. But this is not only an issue with Cristiano, it's also an issue with all the other players, especially with the offensive players. Later, Manchester United have a chance to go 12 points. Manchester City have a chance to go 12 points clear at the top of the Premier League when they face Norwich. European champions Chelsea are 90 minutes away from becoming football's world champions. They face South American champions Palmeiras in the final of the Club World Cup tonight. Chelsea assistant Zolt Lowell says they're expecting a tough match against the Brazilian side. We watch a lot of games from the team and we also know that they win the last two times the Copa Libertadores. It's a very, very good team, one of the biggest teams in, in Brazil. And we expect the, the, the very difficult game and the good opponent. And also the fans. This can be, again, a small away game for, for us. Uh, but we are well prepared. We know the opponent. We know they are strong, but we are also strong. In basketball, the biggest move of the NBA trade deadline has been made official. The Philadelphia 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets have swapped stars Ben Simmons and James Harden in a multiplayer deal. Brooklyn coach Steve Nash is excited to coach Simmons. I think he can be dynamic for us in a lot of ways. I think he fits our group really well, and I think it's really exciting to take on such a talented player who's ready to, to kind of enter the second stage of his career, and hopefully we can help him take a jump. I wish James the best. You know, it was uh, you know, a pleasure to coach him, and uh, you know, he's a historic player. You know, he'll be great in Philly, and we wish him the best, but we move forward now. And to end the news, the top stories once again. With another record number of COVID cases expected, a doctor tells of unprecedented pressures on public hospital wards. The welfare chief says the virus is now in 30 care homes and appeals for help from private doctors on vaccination efforts. And a Hong Kong delegation heads for talks with mainland officials and experts on tackling the SAR's mainland, uh, Omicron crisis. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. And as I said, the plan today was no plan. So I got a little idea of what I want to listen to, but we're just going to see how it goes organically. And I'm feeling that Motown. You know, I've been working on a project that's kind of taken me back to those days. And this is what I used to play when I first started here. I used to play a lot of this old 50s and 60s as well. And I don't know if I lost my way or what. So let's get back to basics with little Marvin Gaye. How sweet it is to be loved by you. And wonder what would I be without you in my life? 
One of my all-time, my all-time favorite Motown tracks, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Here's Tracks of My Tears. Thank you. 